This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So I have one more, and then I have like three back-to-back. They're all, it's just a screen record, but we don't have to do it. All right. Hey, Mike. Oh, man, she ate that door. All right, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Gus. This is... I'm Matt. And if you're new here... Welcome. If you're not new here, thank you for coming back. We appreciate you. As always, thank you to the Waypoint Network for having us on as part of their podcast network. And thank you to our patrons for helping make this possible, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. You guys help pay the uh, the bills around you, which is uh, everybody else gets to read the benefit of. Hey, if you're thinking about it, you're like, hey, you know, I listen to these guys every day, and, um, and I wish there was a way that I could give back some, you know. We have, we have tiers starting at $5 a month. Five dollars. You can't even buy a Big Mac for five dollars anymore. No, not anymore. I don't think you can buy anything for five dollars. Dude, you can't even get like one value meal at Taco Bell for five dollars anymore. Do you know how much money has changed? So remember when you go to the store and something was like three dollars and five cents? Yeah. They they want those five cents. Yeah. If it was like three dollars and one cents, it'd be like if there's a penny in that thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. This morning I went and got a rip uh, a monster to start my day. Yeah, yeah. It was three dollars and four cents. So she was like, If you got three, I'll cover the four. Like, no big deal. Didn't even care. Yeah. Four pennies. Nobody cares. Because it's not worth anything. Can't buy anything. Like, yeah, why it's so expensive. Yeah. It's stupid. Range over. Yep. All right. So, we have all kinds of fun stuff in store for you this episode. This episode is a little more focused on the whitetail and hunting aspect of things. And then, of course, we'll get into our fun clips and... Some updates on the uh, scavenger Updates hunt. on the scavenger hunt and just some general uh, bantering... What was it that one guy said in the comment he could do without the was it the Stop bantering? saying it. No, it's funny. I like it. Yeah. Um it was 
He's like, good content, but I could go without the, I could do without the bantering. Oh, the bantering. Yeah, that, that was bantering. Yeah, well, that's what we do. So it's like, well, then quit listening. All right. Well, shall we get right into it? We shall. A okie dokie. Uh, let's see. So this is a little bit of a fact, I guess, in a way. Not really. I didn't prepare a fact for this week, so. Well, I kind of did, actually. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. So for those of you that pay any attention to stuff we talk about on this channel or anything that you see in the news, um, you might be aware of what is called the return our Constitutional Rights Act of 2022 that was introduced uh, on June 22nd. Now, the return stands for repealing excise tax on unalienable rights now. That's a lot of... Sounds great, right? Good sounds, job on that one. Sounds very political. Uh, and that is indeed what it is. Um, unfortunately, it is a... It's an effort I can get behind, which is removing taxes and things that are put in place to make it harder for people to exercise rights that are constitutional. Um, sometimes though, those efforts I think are done ignorantly and without uh, much thought of to the impact that's going to have. And that is the case in this, I think in this, in this case, um, essentially what it does is it targets the federal aid and wildlife restoration act of 1937, also known as the Pittman Robertson act. Uh, which was was named after its sponsors. Um, this particular, uh, the Pittman-Robinson Act, is an excise tax that you we are familiar with, uh, as well as other outdoor enthusiasts and hunters and fishers, as the extra tax that we pay on ammo, camping gear, hunting gear, you name it, and anything. A lot because of things to make out. sure we can still hunt and camp. <laughs> Absolutely, it makes it, it, that funding goes directly towards the habitat restoration and conservation, um, as well as public land efforts and things like that to the tune of last year, $1.5 billion. Yeah. So one and a half billion dollars was raised last year and that money was able to go directly into those efforts that helps keep our national parks and our, our public lands available um, and things like that. So unfortunately, um, Repre uh, representative Andrew Clyde, the Republican from Georgia is a sponsor of this act and feels that the Robert, the Pittman Robertson act is quote in a, Excuse me, an attack on our Second Amendment rights. And which one's the second? The right to bear arms. Right. Now, I get where he's coming from in a sense, but it, I just think that for what this tax does, the amount of money that it raises, and the fact that I would bet if you asked 100, 100 yeah. of, if you asked 100 outdoorsmen, shooters, recreational shooters, hunters, whatever, all 100 of them would be in support of this this tax because of what it does. Um, it's not lining the pockets of rich people. It's not. It's not going to some government fund. Yeah, it where actually. It actually goes to help uh, people that and you're using the thing the tax is taken for. Right. <laughs> like, you know the the public gun ranges that people go yeah. to. You know what's uh, his um what's his motive on exactly trying to get rid of it? Well, it's it's he's he's taking this this step towards repealing excise tax on on an unalienable rights. He thinks that this, amongst other taxes are taking away from and making it more expensive to practice your your second amendment rights, your constitutional rights. Yeah, but what other acts are involved in this? That's what that's what I'm I'm like, how does he get there from from this? I don't know. This this is the only one. I don't know what other taxes he may be targeting. Um, yeah. I, I kind of keyed in just on this piece here because I was really I was really surprised to see it coming from a a conservative uh, member of Congress who generally 
um, is supportive of these kind of things. And what's scary is that it, at the time of it being introduced, it already had 53 co-sponsors. There's um, got to be another reason, like a, a hidden so, agenda. So, and, and oftentimes in politics, as we know, uh, it's the fine print. It's yeah. the, the things at the bottom that are tied and roped into. Um, so anyways, that's, you know, from a, a high level view, that's ex- you know, essentially what uh, this bill is, is, was aiming to do. Um, luckily, and I, I was doing some digging and reading and, and there was a reader who left a comment and I'll sort of paraphrase his comment. He seemed to be a little bit more, uh, in tune to what's going on on Capitol Hill than, than I am. Um, and he's basically said, luckily this bill is dead on arrival and will go nowhere. And I hope that's the case. Um, it says the house went into, and again, this was the end of June. So keep that in mind as I'm reading through this, the house went into recess this week. Congress will return for two weeks in July. All of August and October are what they refer to as district work periods, which just is just them campaigning for their own jobs. Um, and it, it basically said that the bill will never get looked at uh, because once they do get back into um, um, off uh, recess, yeah, off recess. Yeah, um, yeah all, I'm sorry. All of August and October, I'm sorry, are district work periods in September is the end the last month of the fiscal year for government. And so they spend all that time working on all, we've all seen it yeah. every year in September rush, you know, rush to get yeah. the budget for the next year approved. And there's always the threat of, um, you know, government shutdown, all that kind of thing. They spend all of September arguing. So he's saying this, this will fall off the docket. Before Basically he's saying it's going to fall off the docket yeah. before it ever gets yeah. anywhere. And that it's just a bunch of showmanship and they do that all the time. We're going to will, look more into this and figure out why, because that's, it's so you know such a dumb thing to back. I found I I came across it uh, on social media. I started seeing a lot of you know high profile outdoorsmen talking about it and getting it out there. You know, write your congressman, tell them about it, and uh, that's how I came across it. It, it. it caught the attention of a lot of people, and rightfully so, because you know this directly impacts yeah the things that we hold near and dear to our hearts. What do you, so, you think this Andrew Clyde guy is uh, m- misinformed? I think he is misinformed. Yeah, and he's probably uh, I'd have to bet not an outdoorsman. Or there's something else involved with this. That that's what he's pushing for. Well, so here's the here's the thing. Um, let me see if I can find find the note. Uh, he basically said that he would or, or uh, da, 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 suggest that the funding that's that the, the you know like the 1.5 million yeah. or billion yeah. that that sort of money raised. He suggested that making it up by redirecting unallocated lease revenue generated by onshore and offshore energy development uh, on federal lands. Okay. So now I don't know. That's that's very. It's, there's a lot of. Um, like, I'm going to bring the gas prices down, but so, you're going to lose all your hunting right, lands. So we're if put there's anything that conservatives do like, it's drilling and uh, all that kind of stuff and offshore energy and yeah. Uh, not that I have an issue with any of that. That's just. Each side seems to have their uh, can't have it all. That yeah, their uh, soapboxes that they like to stand on, and so maybe, maybe this is an effort for him to find some other way to get money or make money with offshore and onshore energy developments. Who knows? That's interesting, but that's a weird target to take. To take the uh, I'm gonna. I guess people don't realize how big of a group we are, us hunters. Well, I think the problem. I, I think that we could accomplish a lot more as a group if we would focus more on the common ground we all stand yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. On social media, you see a lot of arguments and 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 divide when it comes to how people hunt, what they hunt, uh, their preferred method of yeah. take, and 
camo pattern that you choose to wear and so on and so on. I could go on for forever, you know? Yeah, people um, fight um, on the inside of the community instead of just yeah, and if, if we would, together. If we would spend more time outward, um, yeah. we would see less things like this, um, I think, come to fruition or at least see less less success with these kind of things. We would also see less of things like the um, banning of hunting of wolves in Colorado and mountain lions in California and bears in New Jersey, where animal rights groups come together in large numbers while we as hunters and outdoorsmen and conservationists sit back. Typically don't even go. Don't even show up to these town halls a lot of times. Um, And I'm just as as guilty guilty about this. And, and something that I need to to do better with. Um, but because they show up and they do and make their voices heard, yeah. they're the ones that that, that send that seem to, to get to get what they want. And a lot of their decision making is is based purely on emotional emotions and what makes them feel good instead of looking at the science. And I will say that the states are just as responsible for letting that happen because they're allowing people to influence legislation based on um, how they feel and what makes them feel good instead of letting biologists and uh, Department of Natural Resources and, and, and you know, wildlife and uh, fisheries departments so what you're saying take care of those things. Trust the science. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> uh, I was watching, speaking of a lot of this stuff, I was watching the new season of Alone. Yes. And they're all wearing Sitka. <laughs> So uh, my wife was like, is it really the best? And I was like, I think they probably just, Sitka was like. So you guys have a show. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I think she was like, I think Sitka probably sponsored all these people. And I was like, I think they just probably, maybe they they guised it in like uh, durability. You know, how long sure. will it last? Yeah, but yeah. These guys were all the way through. But they have um, grizzly bears in this episode or in this season. Where are they at? They're in Alaska. But I think if people like Cochahia Lake or something. Yeah. But I think if people were to pay, like, people that uh, are like, oh, save the bears, just put them out there. What's What episode are you on? I'm trying to think. I'm it's trying the to newest th- season. It just came out. Season did, eight. Did a guy leave because he was having a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Or they thought he thought he and was. And the doctor was like, we don't think. He was like, the doctors can't find anything. But I'm telling you it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing with that show is people don't realize that the surviving part What's his name? Biko or whatever. Um, the pagan guy. He's yeah. who I wanted to win. I liked him. He was funny. <laughs> but he was like singing Norse like songs. Norse, and stuff. Norse mythology songs. Yeah. But he he just bulked up. And so he can go longer without food because yeah. he has so much fat on him. But people go out there weighing nothing and, mm-hmm. and they have a hard time to eat. And then once the winter rolls around. Yeah. But anyway, the problem is is you like most people will go mentally insane yeah, and it, alone for that. It's long. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot mentally. Um, yeah. It's huge because you start to think like it, it, here, and you also don't think correctly when you start getting to a sure. starvation. But sure. like here, you're like, oh, I could definitely. What's a hundred days? I'll go hide in the woods for a hundred days for five hundred thousand dollars. But then you get there and you're like, think of all the stuff I'm missing mm-hmm. that's going on at home. Like one guy's wife was pregnant and all the stuff. Yeah. And it's like I'm sitting here while life is going on and I'm doing it all for five hundred grand. Which really, what is that going to do? Yeah. And so you, it's like this is hard. And I've learned that life is all about who you surround yourself with. Yep. Well, sometimes even being surrounded with people can have the same sort of detrimental mental health for sure. And so Jessica likes to watch uh big brother. 
which comes on CBS, I think. It's still a show. Yeah, it's still a show. It's been around for it's been around forever. Yeah. And so I'll watch it with her and because uh, it's it's fun to watch kind of the, some of the ridiculous stuff they did. But they just had a contestant, one of the girls on the show, um, they sort of showed over the course of an episode, she had like a mental breakdown just from being completely kind of by herself at, or no privacy, constantly people around, um, you know, cameras everywhere. She just started to lose her mind and she was saying all kinds of crazy stuff on camera. And then she went into like the diary room where you do the one-on-one talk with the camera yeah. and just never came back. Really? Yeah. She just peaced out. She's like, yeah, this is too much. For it me. was funny though. Cause then everybody in the house is all crying and all emotional and none of them gave a shit. No. I don't think anybody really cared. No, why would they? Because it worked out it's better for everybody. The all, the all the people that show. were at risk of being voted out that week and all the people that were at risk with this new twist of inadvertently going home were all safe now because somebody else left the show. They probably hired her from the beginning to go home. <laughs> Maybe. Like, she was she was a plug just yep. to, like for drama. You know, because none of these shows are real. Yeah. Did you know that Christina P. was on that show? Yeah. What Was she on that show? She was, was she on Road Rules. Road Rules, Yeah. yeah. That would have been a fun show, too. And Theo Vaughn was on, I think, Real World. Theo Vaughn was on Real World. Or yeah. maybe she was on Real World. Because they, they were, I thought they were on it together. Yeah, I think they, they were both on Real World. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That would be wild to go from there to where they are now. Be like, hey, remember that time we were on Real World? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being on TV shows, we will be on hard, set. Hard at work, folks. On set. On location. As paid actors. <laughs> so It's so wild. <laughs> I think extras is the word, but paid either way by a film production company that's on HBO. And we'll be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's pretty funny. That'd be fun to, uh, I think at least we're going to learn a lot. We're we're treating this like a boot camp, like a film production boot camp. Just taking notes. Yeah. I want to go and see. We make way more money being at work, but I'm going to go do this instead. I also think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun too. Yeah. Should be good. I don't see why not. Do you think this part before we get to it? Do you think that that thing that I like a lot, his um, like good? Do you think that's uh, copyrighted? Probably is, right? He had to, right? I'm sure he did. I would imagine somebody along the it. way told him you should you should like coin that. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Never mind. They but also yeah. might be hard to to coin or trademark because it's the word good. No, I know, but I mean the whole video, his, his speech. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, so a, we it's get, a great we get chat. pulled for playing that. Uh, maybe, maybe not. He, he's also the kind of guy who I can see not caring if people play that. Eh, we might play it. We want me to get right into it then. I mean, we don't have to. But how much time do we have? Um, no, let's hold off. Okay. So we're going Monday to do that. Yep. But also Monday, we were hoping that we will have a winner from the scavenger hunt, which we'll get into that as well, and then. If you have noticed, uh, the way we've been doing things, everything now is like we have a podcast audio version, and then on YouTube, we've been cutting up clips and releasing clips throughout the week of the podcast. No one's said anything, so. So it means one of two things. It means people don't mind, yeah. and they like the way they're getting it, or. They're not really watching it. We don't have anybody watching our yeah, shit anyways. <laughs> it's very possible. We definitely, uh, yeah. Audio does better, which I get. And you know, you're in a car riding around. I yeah, mean, it's all the podcasts subjective. I listen to, I consume audio only. Same, even when they start the episode out and they're like, "You need to be watching this one," I still won't do it. I'll just fumble, fumble through the uh, the, the video parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just imagine it. Use your imagination. Yeah, using my imagination is better, and and it's also like I just like listening to them react to it. I don't really care about the video. Well, sometimes when it comes to the videos that they play, like on your mom's house, I, I don't want to see. 
Yeah, sometimes those are pretty bad. I like the accident ones. No, those are not. It's not good for people to watch. No. Get you desensitized to it? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, Bert. A hundred percent. He said that, uh, he said this week that, that Bert has AIDS. Did you He's HIV positive? Did you see his uh did you see his liquid death commercial? Yeah. I actually <laughs> saw it because we follow liquid death. He's so fat. He is He's fat. gotten like he and uh Tom Segura and uh Joe Rogan were talking on on Joe's podcast and, and they're like when he goes on tour, he just Yeah. He just blows up and just becomes a raging alcoholic. And then he gets yep. back and he's like, I'm gonna lose all this I'm weight, I'm gonna healthy. be super healthy. Yeah. And he does it for like a month and then he starts another tour. Yeah. So he was, they just, uh, I listened to a podcast the other day with a fitness guy that yeah. was talking about him and like breaking down his physique and yeah. how unhealthy he is. But the guy, the guy was talking about working out and stuff. And he was like, I work out everything. I work out my feet. But he was, he he was, he played, he had a pretty uh, persuasive pitch for a uh, a junk pump, if you know what I mean. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, I work out everything. He's like, I use that for working out. He's like, I do it a couple times a month. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure everything gets, you know, worked out, stretched. and Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get Gus one. <laughs> <laughs> from a from a company that has the name on it. So it shows up at so your house. at my front door. Yeah. yeah that's great. That's yep. just what I need my kids to see. It's something you know I do. Yeah, I do. No, I'm not going to do that. Thanks. I'm not going to spend money on you. What was the last thing I bought you? I bought you a shirt. Did you? Yeah. Which one? I don't know. Something stupid. It was like a CrossFit. It was oh, it's the Jesus CrossFit. The Jesus, no, it's the the hockey. It yeah, the Jesus hockey Jesus, shirt. Uh, Jesus as a goalie, and he's like yeah. in a in like in the middle of a save, and it says Jesus saves. Yeah, Jessica wears that shirt all the time. She, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't fit me. It's too small, but uh, she sorry. wears it all the time. Yeah, it's a sweet shirt. No, it's an extra large. It's just one of those brands that even the extra large yeah. is super tiny. For some That's reason. another reason we don't sell a lot of shirts because. Uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. We we order them and we're like, those. That's not. What we're going. But we finally found it. The shirt that I'm wearing. We finally found the size and the material and the people that are going to make it. Noise. Yeah. All right. All right. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back. We're going to move into the plug here and then uh, tell a funny story before we get into, I say funny story, interesting story, before we get into some clips. Yeah. It's All right, I like to support veterans. I like to support things made in the USA, and so this fit right in. Those of you who might know Jocko Willink as a uh, motivational speaker. Um, he goes and speaks and talks about uh, leadership and things like that. He's got a famous, or I say famous, a very well um, published and, and marketed book called uh, Extreme Ownership. He's got a podcast called The Jocko Podcast. And he also is co-founder of the company called Origin USA, and they make um, clothing. Started off with MMA and martial arts clothing, geese and um, rash guards, things like that. For geese, yeah, for 
Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Then they moved into things like uh, boots and blue jeans and shirts, things like that. Um, and they have made a transition into the camo and hunting apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. It's made in, the U- made in the U.S. The pattern, which I didn't get a picture of, is sort of um, reminiscent of the like tiger stripe looking stuff. Um, if you if you just search Origin USA camo um, or Origin hunting, you'll see it. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of it just looks really cool. I like it. It yeah. reminds me of the Asgar. That's exactly the Asgar pattern almost. Yeah, well, I imagine based on what he did, and then you know, he, it's like he might have he might have had some uh, like this right here is yeah. not it. That's the Asgard pattern. And Got that's it. his. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. So, anyways, it looks cool. I think it. I think it looks. Um, I imagine the people. So he has Cam Haynes left Under Armour not long ago, um, and is is partnered up with them over over this brand. So it's so no we can trash there. his boots. We can tra- <laughs> we can trash the the Under Armour boots now because yeah. he doesn't care. Well, we trashed um, him before. Well, I know we did. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, if you've never we, seen that video, it's a good a, video. It's an old video, but it's really funny. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, kept, pat, that pattern looks cool. Um, I imagine, hopefully, that doesn't, it's made in America. It's good quality. Everything I've seen that they put out is, is pretty good. Um, yeah. So I haven't bought anything from there, but maybe I should. Should be a good category. You know, we are uh, one person removed from Cameron Haynes. How so? The gentleman that we went to Snipers Unknown with that had the camera with him. Yeah. The reason he got... A famous uh-huh. is because of Cameron Haynes. Oh wow! Yeah, which is and we're like, uh, so we re- basically if you repost. So he got all his followers from someone else reposting his stuff from C Haynes huh? from being promoted by C Haynes. All it takes, man. But uh, him posting anything using our content and uh, all our stuff and not tagging us, no can do, friend. He says. Which so is that? I say good. One of my direct subordinates one of my guys that worked for me he would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem some issue that was going on and he'd say boss we got this and that and the other thing and i'd look at him and i'd say good and finally one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having some problem and he said i already know what you're gonna say i said well what am i gonna say he said you're gonna say good he said that's what you always say when something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say, good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one didn't get funded, didn't get the job you wanted, got injured, sprained my ankle, got tapped out, good, got beat, good, you learned, unexpected problems, good, we have the opportunity to figure out a solution, that's it, when things are going bad, don't get all bummed out, don't get startled, don't get frustrated, If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. (laughs) It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well now, you still got some fight left in you. So get up, 
dust off. Reload. Reload. <laughs> Recalibrate. Re-engage. Re-engage. And go out on the attack. <clears throat> yeah. He's that guy. He's so motivational. Yeah, when you when I listen to his his podcast, sometimes he has really interesting uh, guests on. Um, he will usually if he has someone on that is as uh, an author has a book, he will pick excerpts from and and read. And do I swear to God that dude could take a lullaby and make it epic. and read it <laughs> and like make me want to go fight a bear. Yeah, just just the, the way he talks and the way he emphasizes certain things, you could tell he was probably a really good leader. <clears throat> probably yeah. still is a good leader, is what I guess. I'm sure. I've does. always liked him. I, that, I always wonder about because you know we know guys in the teams, and, yeah. and most of them don't like this particular individual. But you know, it's uh, it's probably like anything. Like you know, this guy just never shuts it off. He's always this. You always, know? So always he's probably just on. he's just not. Yeah. He's probably not fun. And that's probably why they don't like him. But as far as motivation and like getting up and making stuff happen, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, um, I listen to that all the time, not all the time anymore, but when I first got it turned on to it, it'd be like, you know what? I need to listen to this. Yeah. I get up and I'm driving somewhere I don't want to go. And like, yeah. I put it on, like, good. I'm glad that, uh, this guy won't repost our shit because he doesn't, he, you know, I'm glad. It means we got to work hard, a little bit harder. Yep. So right. we learned something about partnerships and letting people tag along on events tell you, you what, pay for. If there's any lessons you learn on an entrepreneurial journey, it is all about partnerships, networking, and yeah, favors, and not yeah. Anyways, and if there's anything you want to do to partner with us, let us know. We're always interested, <clears throat> and because of that. So before before we get into the clips, I have this uh, interesting story, and I've included a picture, and you can you can Google this and find yeah. this picture pretty easily. How does that look for you? It looks. Um Really good. It looks like a child was asked to draw a red stag, and then yeah. they made it into a giant stuffed animal, and this is what you get. But yeah. what it is, it is the oldest deer mount in the world. It is currently displayed at the Danish Museum of Hunting and Forestry. Uh, by now, Matt's put it up for you to see. And uh, it is a red stag, and it's over th 300 years old. It was owned by and possibly killed by King Frederick IV, who ruled Denmark and Norway. Uh, he lived between 1671 and 1730. They, uh, some researchers did x-rays of it and found that it is, it held together with like, I guess an insane amount of metal pins or, or the metal, I don't know. Ancient staples. Ancient, <laughs> whatever, nails, something. Um, and fascinatingly, uh, at taxidermy, I guess not surprisingly though, taxidermy in its simplest forms um, dates all the way back to ancient Egypt in about 2200 BC. If you believe those numbers. If you believe those numbers. <laughs> if uh, if you believe the timeline of the Egyptians, um, which is interesting, I learned that where the like Egyptian rule, whatever you want to say, started, it's just like an arbitrary time point in time apparently yeah, that scientists were like, yeah, they started right around here. But ev yeah. they have evidence that shows like thousands of years before. So the... The pyramids, outside the pyramids where they have that big tiger thing, yeah. with the, the sphinx. So its nose has um, um, erosion from it Yeah, that is water erosion that's more than from rain. So they believe at some point it was submerged with water for an extended period mm. of time. Not like Noah's flood of 20 days or whatever, but like for a long time. 
And they think that it's possible that it froze around it because there's stress fractures. But another interesting thing, do you know Cleopatra is closer to the birth of the iPhone than she was to when the pyramids were built? Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Is like there's a lot of a, a huge scale of time that science scientists just kind of like Egyptian, <laughs> right about here. Yeah. They also like when was this happened? Ah, ancient Egypt. Well, yeah, ancient yeah. Egypt was like was I wonder. It's probably what, was definitely like the longest running thing ever, right? Had to be. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I had I wrote down things as you were talking about red deer or deer stag, you know, red stag mm-hmm. as they call it, but red deer. We reached out to a company one of our patrons tipped us off about that makes green crab whiskey. Oh, yeah. So they make like this whiskey, this crab soup or something, and then they distill it. So I reached out and was like, that's us all day. Let's try it because it sounds interesting. And they said, uh, and I asked for a media sample, and they were like, well, we're actually out, but we have something coming in September that's probably more down your alley. Yes. And it is a red stag. It's a red deer. Uh, it says from Vermont, which I'm kind of like, I don't know. It has to be farm grazed, but I wanted to read how they said it was going to be because I found it quite interesting. Should have had it keyed up. All right. It's called a Deer Slayer Venison Whiskey. The Deer Slayer is a whiskey flavor with the flora and fauna of New Hampshire in autumn, in particular, venison. We sourced our red deer venison from a local New Hampshire farm, then hand-chopped the meat and tossed it in with cranberries, porcini mushrooms, juniper berries, and green peppercorns. After fermenting overnight to accentuate the meat's delectable gaminess, is then slow-smoked over a mix of seasoned branches from New Hampshire's boreal forests. A three-year-old white wheat whiskey serves as a lighter-bodied whiskey backbone, allowing the true unique flavor to shine through after its final distillation in our rotary evaporator. Savory and smoky are the notes that characterize this one-of-a-kind spirit with a subtle spice on the palate and a lingering finish. I think it sounds... Savory and smoky. I think it sounds weird. I, I just imagine beef jerky in a bottle. Yeah, I hope that's not what it tastes like. It's like uh, it's like that fake. They ever had the fake whiskey? It just tastes like Worcestershire Worcestershire no. sauce. It's bad. Ugh, gross. It's real bad. We talked about it here one time. I went to Whole Foods and the guy was like, "Let me see your ID," and he gave that's me a blind right. sample, and it was fake whiskey. Why would you ask for an ID with a fake whiskey? Oh, because I think he didn't want me to know it was fake whiskey. Oh, but it was oh, terrible. All right. So, yeah, Red Deer. All right. So, what do we got for some clips? Yeah, let's roll on some clips. I got, um, I only have three, and I think you've got some as well. Indeed. So, we'll. Uh, a couple of mine are like a minute long, too. So oh, are they? Get some good narration. We can talk through them as they play. This sounds really long, but okay. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> well said. Wilson! Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wilson. Like all the ice was moving, he just pulled all those decoys down at the oh, bottom of the lake. No, dude, that <laughs> sucks. For those of you that don't know, I mean, a, a decent decoy can be, you know, fifty bucks. I was gonna say though, I think the ones that the cheap ones we got were forty dollars a piece or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You, and those look pretty nice. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. People invest. And his are just straight sucking them down to the abyss. All right. 
Why would you put a deer stand? I would be so pissed. Right next to a train track. He's blowing the horn. Doesn't that mean there has to be a... God, it's so loud. It's so loud. Doesn't it have to be a road nearby then? Or is that guy just seeing it being an asshole? I have no idea. I think it's very odd that you would... um. That you would put a deer stand, stand right there. there. Unless, like, maybe the train comes by once a month or something. It just happened to be that lucky day. Yeah. Which would be my luck. Well, let's go talk to the DNR. I got so much stuff to tell the DNR. Here's $100, DNR. So I read the comments. Okay. I guess his buddy was like, let's go tell DNR, like, have a good day or whatever. Just, like, go talk to him. So they walked over there when they got there. Or they drove over there when they got there. DNR was like, can't have that on federal land. Can't have that in federal. Like, can't have this. You can't be here on this day. You're wearing, you know, wearing an orange hat, and they gave him a hundred dollar ticket. <laughs> so his so his friends suggested they go talk. Yeah, let's just go say hi to him. And, and they got up there, and DNR was like, "Ticket, ticket, ticket." <laughs> I don't know if it's a true story or not, but it sounds like something that would happen. Yeah, it does sound like something that would happen. I got like two. Right, bowling gone wrong. Got a bone alley. I want to see his shit. Oh man. This is really good. Oh shit. <laughs> they got that real close. Killed him. I think it would have hurt a lot. Yeah. It looked like it almost hit his ankle. Really bad. So I have one more and then I have like three back to back. They're all it's just a screen record, but we don't have to do it. Alright. Oh man, she ate that door. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she landed on her arm. I don't know if we can play oh, that sound man. or not, but uh, I'll replay it. I'm pretty sure she landed on her arm. Oh, Ugh. her arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a broken arm. Mm. Oof, I got it's hard to watch when you realize what you're seeing. It All sucks. Right. This one I thought oh, was funny. <laughs> Andy posted this the other day. If you don't know about working on cars, this is the sound of a rod knock. <laughs> it's a brand new motor. It's just a dude with a screwdriver. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yo, you want to do a pull? Yeah. Are you stuck? Yeah. All right. Third gear. <laughs> <laughs> the look at the camel. Oh no, is that a, uh, yeah, it's a fountain. <laughs> that Poor right. duck blew him across the pond. Yeah, That's those funny. are fun. Those last four were just like a, let's get through them really quickly and just show you. But I really right. like the clip things. I like that we surprise each other with, with, with clips. I try to. I try to. All right. All right, so next video I got, or first video I got is, uh, you imagine hunting and then... This happens. That's right. Oh, well, you're gonna fall. Must be from. Oh, you're gonna fall. You better be careful. <laughs> oh my God, you are funny. If you're just listening, this lady sitting in a tree stand, and three rungs down from her ladder stand is a black bear chewing on the ladder <laughs> with its teeth. <laughs> like that's you're so cute. Like yeah, a big as I puppy. chew on metal. No, you stop it now. She's not going to make it in life. 
I didn't I didn't watch this whole thing. I didn't realize he got that close. Oh my gosh. Nope. <laughs> nibble nibble. Yeah. I'm up, you're down. <laughs> Unbelievable that people are that kind. I mean, that's a small bear, but still. Yeah. I've so, chased one before in a parking lot, but I don't think I'd let it climb up my tree stand. <clears throat> oh, I remember that video. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife's like, Matt, there get were, over here. There were there's no alcohol involved in that though. Usually. Um so you've you've been pretty we've been hunting together. We've both been pretty excited at successful hunts, but this might be the most excited the guy. The most ever. excited I've ever seen in my life. Is it Luke Bryan? Man kills the biggest buck of his life. It's twelve thirty in the evening. And I just killed the biggest deer of my life, baby. Woo! Woo! Oh my god! A giant! A giant, baby! A freaking giant in Arkansas with the longbow! 12.30, November 1st! Yeah, baby! This song is terrible. Yeah! I didn't even notice the song. We might, not, we might not be able to play that one, but... Uh, no matter. It's in there now. We'll see. That guy's uh, very excited. <laughs> Makes me want to hunt with a longbow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't... Again, I didn't... Some of the... Most of these I watch... And then if I think it's good, I yeah, stop because I want it to be a kind of yeah. surprise for both of us. Yeah. So this one I did watch to the end because it was really slow. And I was like, there's got to be a reason this is posted. And you'll appreciate this as someone who lives closer to the water than I do and hunts or fishes off the pier. Okay. So it's about a minute. I thought he was wearing a real watch. No, it's about like, a minute. I thought he was reeling in. No, that watch. would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's about a minute long. So I will save you the time we're going to. Right there. Do you know what kind of what that is? Is that a? Uh, I can't really tell. It's easy on a big screen when I show Andy, but. Once it comes back in a frame. Yeah. So go down there. Tell them get down there. Almost looks like a wahoo, but there's no way. Where was this filmed at? No idea. <clears throat> but it's a huge fish that like it's not a shark off a pier. It's not a shark. However, oh uh, there is a, is a shark who's decided, I'm oh, going to have that, please. That's fine. Yeah, it looks like a wahoo. <laughs> that shark it's, was quick with it. Yeah, really fast. Uh, I don't know how big that fish was, but that shark, if it was any indication, was pretty big. That was a huge shark. I was going to show you the fish, see if you think. Mm. Okay. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. I'm yeah, that could be it. That's what it looked like to me. So this is kind of just a... Holy shit video. You and I both lived in Missouri and in states where her, where tornadoes are a thing, right? And I remember being in the basement. You right, so I'm saying, gr growing up, having to go to the basement, and 99% of the population don't ever see or experience the reason why you go to a basement. Yeah. But this looks like a warehouse or a, some sort of office or workplace, and in a matter of probably 15... Well, I can see the clouds swirling around outside. 15 seconds, it goes from it's really rainy outside to... The entire portion of the building disappears. Now we're outside. There's now we're outside. <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, dude. The roof and the entire everything's gone. Yeah, and if you had been outside, yeah, that's, or in that room, you'd been screwed. That's a brick building. So just being in that building yep. would have been. Yeah, people have disastrous. no idea, man. Like you remember the that cat we had when I was a kid, and they had that cat bowl outside. Yeah, there was a house on the corner that it destroyed. It jumped over our house and, like, the house next to us and landed, you know, it's base housing. Mm -hmm. And it landed, like, past the power box and destroyed that house. 
and we had a cat, a bowl of cat milk on our front porch. It was still sitting there. Didn't go anywhere. But it completely destroyed the house diagonally in front and behind us. If you don't believe the Lord punishes sinners. <laughs> was I sinning? No, I was the non-sinner because I had a cat. Because I rescued a cat. That's why you should rescue cats. You ever been in a fist fight with a waterfowl? I was there when it happened with to uh, Fabio. <laughs> Damn, straight punched the it. One two, the one two combo, nails it with the cross. Are they yelling at her? Yeah, to get to get back. Don't hit the don't hit the bird. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I don't remember why. I like why people getting fights with water with people with animals. Whack fuck here. Whack. I got a couple of these because I think they're Because you know I like the whack fuck. Yeah, you like them also. Uh, I think I got a couple more. This one. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Kitties. Uh, Let's see what else. Oh, this is the last one. Nice. She's got more. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What sucks there is he nails his kid and then basically drops the the baby carrier he's got with the car seat. Killed both his kids in one swoop. <laughs> well, as you yeah. said the other week, you can make more. You can always make more. Yeah. Well, good. I like the clips. Clips are fun. Um, yeah. We should do a... Uh, we should, we should get a person in here to, to find... Do, yeah, we should. We should crowdsource clips. Oh, that's what we should do. Yeah. You guys send us clips. We'll have somebody check them. To make sure you're not sending us bad stuff, and then yeah. uh, we'll just play them blind on the fly. Yeah, we should do that. We'll pull them out of a. Uh, we'll just make an email account and pull them out of the email account. Yeah, clips at clips at whiskeyandwhitetails.com. Are you gonna make it? You I'll make pay it. for it. It's like five dollars more a month for it's like five bucks per email address. Or something. All right, know. we're gonna do this. It's five dollars per email address. Don't unless you want one. If you want to at tells email address. And you got $200 a month, we'll make you one. <laughs> That's how we pay the bills. That's how we pay the bills, folks. Have we? Did we do a, an update on... Patreon? No, the uh, scavenger hunt. Did we talk about that yet? No, not on here. Not on the podcast. Well. That's what we- we'll do for the last the last few minutes of this, and then I got a, I got a lot to do today. Yeah, same. So we'll... we'll We'll give you some scoops. So, podcast. So, scavenger hunt. We have. Let me pull the pictures so I can remember. I'm not sitting here going um um um. If if things went swimmingly, <clears throat> it's done by now. It should be done by now. But because it may not be, we're, we're not, not going gonna, to discuss location or any any of the but, clues. But because if it's not, maybe we will give a clue. Yeah, we may have to, huh? Yeah, we'll give a clue. All right, so you guys sit tight. We'll give you a clue. Uh, All right. So in this giveaway, you're getting scavenger hunt. Excuse me. It's not a giveaway. You're getting a bottle of Eagle Rare, getting a bottle of Buffalo Trace, getting a bottle of Smoke Wagon, an Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel, an Old Fitzgerald um, Prime, a bottle of Green Top Willet, a bottle of Heaven Hill Bottom Bond, and almost every Whiskey and Whitetails product you made, that's coming from us. We have a sponsor, Seven Stars, is helping us out. You're going to get a Senator store pick, his old Elk Weedy store pick, and his 1792, um, I can't remember, it's a thing from the Goonies. 
store pick. Oh. Hey, you guys. All three are good. I don't know if it's that one. Is that what that is? Yeah. The little alien thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the, okay. so the thing. The Goonie. Corey. Corey. Corey or Corey? I forget his name. I can't remember. Um, and then that Weedy store pick, by the way, is fantastic. So Trevor, Guitars Cigar Frames, donated one of the sampler packs. So you're getting six cigars from the sampler pack. Like I said, you're getting our cocktail smoker kit. You're getting both cigar accoutrements. You're getting duck calls. You're getting a bourbon barrel clock. You're getting the first bourbon barrel clock. We are also getting our first bags of One Nation barrel-aged bourbon barrel coffee. So Sloth. You'll be one of the first to get that when it comes out. should be out soon. What Sloth. 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 Is Sloth. Yeah, that is his name. I think it says that right there. It says baby. Interesting. Okay. I don't remember. It was a joke, and I remembered it when we were there, but I've since forgotten. <laughs> so you'll get that. It may not be ready by the time you win, but it will be ready soon, and you will you will be getting it. Um, also, so first tip. Yeah. First tip. Spot number one. It starts red and comes out clear. This magic facility is the first one in Charleston since 1933. We did have this magic facility is the first one in Charleston since Prohibition, but we thought that made it too easy. And if you Google 1933, you won't see anything about Prohibition. Excuse me. You with us? Yeah. So that would be our second sponsor of the event. Highwire Distilling, they are giving us a bottle of Jimmy Red Corn. It's a single barrel pick. It's a $100 bottle. So that is also coming with it. So there's your first. That's a giveaway. You should have already gotten that one. But if not, I'm just going to make sure you did. Which one do you think is the hardest one? Me? Yeah. Um, this one, if you live here, you will know that immediately. Yeah, if you live here, that one. Binary, I mean, that's you have two chances. I don't know. Six is easy. I think five and seven. Didn't that all crazy hard? But I think five and seven are probably the hardest. Yeah. No, what is it? Three. What was three? Um, Three was... Yeah, three is this one. Yeah, so read three. Oh, they should be able to get that one too. I think that one's. I mean, none of them are, are incredibly yeah, difficult. If you if you are just, you got to read it and you got to know and you know yeah. how to use Google. I think five will be the hardest because it's like it's it's pretty well hidden. And then I think our final clue for um, where everything's located that might be <laughs> that might be a little more difficult. Yeah, as it should. Excuse me, the hiccups as it should be. Yeah, so. We gave you a clue then. <laughs> we yeah. gave you the highway. We're not going to keep doing this. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I would assume it's found by now. There's no reason it shouldn't be. Yeah, if if by the time, yeah, if, if it's not and we find ourselves on <laughs> mid next week and it's still not fi- found, we'll have to provide another clue, I yeah. guess, or yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing, too, is if it's not found and you're paying attention to this podcast, leave a comment below on what's, what's tripping you up. Why can't you find it? Yeah, I guess maybe at some point we'll yeah. we can open it up for questions, and it'll be just yes or no questions. Like you can ask yeah. something, and we can say yes or no. Yeah, something like that. I, don't know. I have a feeling that you should be able to get them all. I don't think it's it's hard enough that I feel comfortable giving away that much money worth of stuff. 
but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't just give it away. At least you guys had to go do some stuff and, and try and have a good time. I a think good next time, time you shall have. Next time we should make it longer. We should go find one of those places to hang out for a bit and see if we come across anybody doing the thing and say hi. Well, we'll be at the market, so. Oh, that's true. We'll be at the market Friday and Saturday. Correct. Yeah. So. There you go. This video is already out. We're, we've already been there and gone home by then. Maybe we'll just post in our story like, hey, we're at the market. They could come by the market for an extra clue. Or not. Or no. no. We'll leave it the way it is. All right. If you can't find it good, that means we that means we're not it means we made it a little hard. I mean it's it might also just be easy to us because we know the answers. Yeah, it's very true. So I don't know. We should send somebody out on a test run. Well, I sent it to Andy and I was like, should we make these harder? And she said yes. Oh. I was like, great. That was the reason I decided to make it harder. Okay. Because she knew what they were. I'll give them to Jessica, see if she can figure them out. Yeah. But the reason we did this is because we talked about it in several podcasts before, but it's like we wanted to do something that was fun. It's not just a normal social media giveaway tag and like and follow and all this crap we we want to do something that was fun yeah i'm sorry you don't live in charleston you can't do it actually you could you could come down here and do it thousand dollars to win how much does it cost for you to get to charleston stay at night yeah i mean most most you could drive yeah a couple hours and be here so i mean you can come from anywhere thousand it's a basically a, a starter pack it'll get you started on your own bar with your own bottles mm-hmm. and, and they're all good bottles they're all stuff people look for Mm-hmm. And then some store picks, some single barrels. Mm-hmm. And then you get the cocktails market. You get a glass. You get some Glencairn. Some duck calls. Duck calls. You get all kinds of stuff. Well, I might actually throw in a t- If we have a t-shirt that fits you, I'll throw in a whiskey and my t-shirt. Our, we sold our last hoodie, right? Yeah, the hoodies are gone. All right. Well, you might get a t-shirt. If we have a shirt that if it, fits if it you. fits you, maybe we just throw one in anyways. And if it fits you, great. No, I'm not, not going to waste a shirt. Who said it's a waste? They could re-gift it. No. Okay. I do have a Maker's Mark shirt that was given to me by um, Andy at and Andrew. I call him Andy. But Andrew at Gibby's. Mm. Give me a Maker's Mark shirt. We can throw that mm. in there if you fit that size. I think it's extra large. Because I put it on. Technically, bit, everybody fits an extra tight. large just about. It's true. <laughs> everybody could fit an extra large. It's a bit tight on me, and I don't want, I'm not going to wear it. All right. Well, then don't. I'm not. Okay. Okay. We're just saying what I'm saying. So if you have an idea for the next giveaway. Or the next. Scavenger hunt, not giveaway. Scavenger hunt or activity. Yeah. Activities are fun. But we were thinking about doing this in multiple. Like we could go to like Louisville and do this. Ooh. That'd be fun. Like next time we're out there. Like we'll be in Lexington a couple times this year. We could do one in Lexington. We should do that. That's why. I, that's why I said it. When we go up there this first time, we should use that as a a recon yeah. trip. Find it, learn a little bit about the city, and then yeah, then then nail down the details. Yeah, and then next time we go, we have plenty of places and people up there that we could use for. Yeah, yeah, that. Yep, we're gonna yeah. do a licensing one, and then we might. Um, 
Where else do we want to go? We could just travel around and go places and ride off the whole trip and, and do uh, scavenger hunts. We should go to Austin. I've heard <clears> that's a popping spot right now. Let's go to San Francisco. I heard that's great. I mean, <laughs> so real, I'm real challenging. challenging. I'm feeling somebody would find it. <laughs> it wasn't you know, part of the contest. I get it. Yep. Because there's a lot of people just roaming around, going places they shouldn't be. Yeah, and all the places that I would want to hide it, there's probably somebody that turned that into a house. Camping out there. Yeah. For their Doing their drugs. Seventh month straight. Yeah. Okay, then. Doing their drugs. Um, also, one of the clues says something about buying us a drink. I hope you did. Hope you did, too. He's going to go take them all. No, I'll go with you. It's ours. Our drinks. I bet you no one does. I bet you all these people are takers and not givers. Ooh, they don't call you out. Everyone that goes and be like, I'm not doing it. Screw them. Yeah. Not buying them a drink. Yeah, screw us for setting yeah. you up to take home over $1,000 worth of free stuff. Yep. But yeah, that's fine. Screw it us. It came out of our pocket that we could have just kept. Could also, have. if this isn't well received, if we, don't have a good, if we don't have good feedback, we may never do another one. I'm just kidding. We'll do another one. We're a glutton for punishment. Yeah. But... Sorry to cut this short, but I'm uh, yep. running out of time. Things to do. Life is short, and there are many things in life that I got to go do. Places to see. Things to see. Mm-hmm. Places to do. Okay. Yeah. I'm also going to put a troll camera out. You know, today? Friday. Or before Friday. Yeah, probably. What's today? It's Wednesday. I just want to say. Today or tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for coming along. Thanks for driving yeah thanks for being with us okay yeah have a good day oh don't forget to check out the website oh yeah you should share the website and you can use code podcast save 20 percent everything in there if you're not smart enough to win the scavenger hunt you can still get some whiskey and white toast products and use code podcast for 20 percent off yeah and okay. uh maybe we'll come up with a if you use code podcast in the next two weeks to buy something maybe we'll throw something else in there maybe we'll throw in a free glenn karen for everybody that's 15 dollar value Ooh, interesting. So I put li- it out there. If you listen this far and you use code podcast, you know what you get. On any order, use pod code, pod code, pod, pod code cast. Words. And then you will get, we'll throw on a Glen Karen for the next two weeks. So this will end August something. Mid-August. August 10th. Is that right? Yes. August no. 10th. We'll just call it August 10th. 8th. Fine, 10th it is. August 10th. From now until August 10th, we will, anyone that uses code podcast, we get a free Whiskey and Whitetails Glen Karen glass. $15 value. Yes. Okay. Okay, all right, we're done. There's your tip. Goodbye. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.